0: I think it's a great uh, a strip show down there. We're there, dude. Hi. Welcome to... Beakalife. Beakalife. Beak Beak Beacon yeah. What the hell? Welcome back, guys, on today's show. How hot is it really out there? And are some families downsizing and how they're doing it? And why can we self-heal with this new medicine to make us look like Wolverine? All this and much, much more we discussed here on Deacon Live. How are you? How are things? How are things going? Are you doing okay? Are you surviving out there in this heat? Are you surviving out there with everything that's going on in this crazy wide world of ours? I hope so. Now, don't forget, for those of you who don't know, we broadcast just outside of Charlotte, North Carolina, a beautiful little town we like to call Mar- Marshville. We sit on about 22 some odd acres. We have horses, we have chickens, we have cattle, uh, we have dogs, we have cats, uh, goats. We got a bunch of stuff here on the property. And one of the things, uh, as you guys know, my mom passed away uh, several months ago. My dad's been living with us and he basically sold everything down in Florida. Now uh, we're up here in North Carolina. My mom and dad were down in in Florida, a little town called Claremont and my mom passed away. So my dad basically had no reason to be down there for, for the most part, but he was down there, sold the house, sold all the furniture, sold all the stuff. He didn't need all that uh, and uh, packed up his truck and moved to Beverly (laughs) Hills, that is. But he did. He moved up here in North Carolina. Uh, He's staying on uh, the west wing of the house. I know, baller. And, uh, but he didn't, doesn't have anything. He's just got his room. He's got his TV. He's got his computer. He's good. He's happy. He's happy with everything. Uh, and but you get that thing when you're you're living in someone else's house, and and everyone can kind of relate to this. You you feel like you're in 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 not impeding, but you're just kind of like not invading. But you know, take those two words together and make up your own definition of it. You feel like you're in the way all the time. And and my dad's always been like a solo flyer. You know, he he doesn't want to bother anyone. Doesn't want to inconvenience anyone. So uh, one of the things. The stipulations that we send. You know, we're going to build a small house, a tiny house on the backside of the property. Well, I'll get into that, how many hoops and stuff we have to jump through to do that just to get just get a stupid little permit. But, you know, we have several vehicles here on the property, and, and none of my dad. Are, they're all ours. And Dad, hey, if you want to take that vehicle and go somewhere, go somewhere. You want to take that and go somewhere and have lunch or have breakfast or go see a movie, go do that. So he, the other day, we were doing something out in the garage, and uh, he, I was using the, the side-by-side, and, and we have side by side here and you know we use it for work and he didn't realize that i was using it to work you know pile all all the stuff in the side by side and he just kind of jumps on i'm like going whoa whoa, whoa, wait what are you doing you know (laughs) i don't want to say you have to ask but you know i've got all my work stuff on there you're getting ready to take this away from where i'm working and he's like you know what got upset or whatever and and said i'll just leave it here so the next day a couple days later he goes out and actually um uh, he had a doctor's appointment on the one side of town. He has an insurance agent that he's had, you know, for thirty, forty, some odd years down in Florida, and asked his recommendation as far as what kind of car he should buy or, or what kind of vehicle he should look into getting up here. Now, my dad's always been a Ford guy, uh, but there's nothing to say that he won't look at a Kia or a um, a Hyundai or Hun- whatever they are out there. And his insurance agent said, you know what, if you want something nice and reliable, uh, get one of these, uh, Toyotas. Uh, they're nice, they're reliable, uh, they're less likely, you will less likely get into an accident with them, yada, yada. yada. And then he listed off like four or five different other cars, vehicles. So my dad went down after his, um, doctor's appointment yeah, and he took our little red Nissan out there you guys heard me uh tell stories about the little d21 that's out there and so he said I'm gonna stop by the dealership and look at a couple cars sure dad go ahead you know do your thing so he comes back <laughs> he's like a little kid he comes back and um I'm up here in the studio working and uh he goes uh you know can you meet me at the bottom of the stairs I said sure no problem so I come downstairs from the studio here now the studio that we have is 800 square foot completely enclosed uh ac power outlets we it's a beautiful studio up here and and we appreciate all the people over at bell and com that helps uh support and keep the the lights on up here so we like them as well so make sure you uh, show them some support and uh so i go downstairs and uh he goes well uh I looked at a car. I go, oh, really? He goes, yeah, I looked at a, a Ford Eco Eco Sport or something like that. I go, Pfft, never heard of that, but okay. And uh, he goes, uh, you know, it, it's the price that I want, and it's got, you know, it was a demo, and you know yeah, yeah, he's spitting out all this stuff. Like, he's, you know, Kid and Candy Store. He's like, you know, he's so excited. So I'm in the middle of, of working up here in the studio, and I go, okay, great. We'll, we'll go look at it tomorrow. I'll drop you off. You can do all the paperwork and sign everything, and you can get it tomorrow. He goes, well, the, the dealerships said that they'd, uh... They'd send a guy out here to pick me up to go do that. Of course they will. Of course they will. (laughs) They will let you. They want, you know, they're hurting for car sales or anything like that. I go, does he realize where you live, dad? He goes, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I told him where I live. And just to give you an idea, he's about 25 miles from this dealership. I mean, we are two lane country back roads out here. So I said, okay. And then he goes, and he kind of, you know, puts his head down. He goes back in the house. Yeah, all right. Well, we'll do it tomorrow. He goes, I'll let him know we'll be there before noon. I said, okay, fine. No problem. So my wife's inside. She's working in the main office there, and I'm up here in the studio. And I, I, I don't know what it was, but I walked in the house. And, you know, you can tell that there's something's not right, something's missing in the house. I kind of walked around, walked on the other side of the house, walked on uh, my dad's side of the house, walked back to my wife's office. And I go, have you seen my dad? My wife, Amy, goes, no, no, I've been on calls. You know, I, I haven't heard – why? I said, I don't know where he's at. It's not outside. The, the side-by-side sitting over there. It's not moved. The truck's here. Your car's here. But I don't see my dad. So I text him. He goes, I'm on my way to the dealership. The, the, the guy at Ford sent a driver out here to come pick me up. Oh, so you're buying it right now. Oh, okay. So he gets home. Three hours go by. I mean, this is like they pick the guy up. They pick the guy up. They pick my dad up probably around 2 o'clock. And he didn't get home till like 8.30. My wife's like going... Maybe, you know, seven o'clock. Maybe you should call and see if I'm like, babe, Nope, he's a grown man. He could do it himself. This is what he wants to do. I'm not going to sit there and babysit him. He's a grown man. He can do it. If he needs problems or if he has any problems, he'll he'll reach out to me and I'll, I'll see what I can do to help him out and fix him. I'm, you know, I said, and babe, I already texted him, you know guess you were leaving. Thanks for letting us know type deal, you know. So we're not walking around the property looking to see if you fell down in the yard somewhere. You're laying there dead. So he comes back, and he's got this 2021 red, candy apple red with gray cloth interior. It is a Ford EcoSport, four doors. It's not a hatchback, and it's not a uh, like a drop down. It it opens like left to right. I said it's a barn door. My wife goes, that's not a barn door. That's just a regular uh, door that opens left to right. He's like, well, what do you think? I go, well, let's jump in and go for a ride. Now, my dad, keep in mind, my dad's been driving nothing but like cargo vans and my mom's Ford Explorer, a 2000 Ford Explorer. So he's always had like big, big vehicles. And this thing's small. When I say small, it's got one windshield wiper in the front. That's it. It's probably a 23-inch long windshield wiper on the front. And I felt like I was sitting in the mind of one of the Minions. You, you know the Minions, the little yellow guys that you see on the on the movies and stuff. You know the guy that's got the one eye with the lens on the front. That's what I felt like I was sitting in. Plenty of room for my dad. It's got the touchscreen this and all the automatic stuff this. and. He he's driving you know we're driving around he's showing us you know we're just going around the little two-lane country roads that we have here and it's getting late i'm like oh dad you know (laughs) Let's not, let's not push this. We'll, we'll take it for a big test drive tomorrow. But he was so excited. So excited. How excited was he? Well, when we come back, I'll tell you our little, uh, little excursion to the grocery shopping that we do every uh, Friday. And how he was uh, treating his car, his brand new car, as we were pulling into the parking lot. Stick around. you listen to Deacon Live right here on Proper Radio. I'll be right back. Nothing down and three years to pay. Sounded like a pretty good deal the other day. I got a new car. And now it's time for Lessons Learned with Jason. Jesus Christ, Jay. Howell. We interrupt this program to bring you a news bulletin. I'm a grown ass man. Jason How. Howell. Jason Howell. Jason How. Now about a used car? Used car? Used car like from a, like a Jethro's used car lot? What are you buying from? We're, uh, we're going to go CarMax legit because my credit is the shit. I'm going to put it that way. So you bought a car from oh, yeah. CarMax? car you want a lot, Mr. How. It's yours because I ran my credit first. Right. Anything going on the lot. Anything. Anything. Right? Take, take your pick. And, you, and what, and hold on, what did Mr. Howell pick out? <laughs> well, let me walk to the back of the car and refresh my memory. <laughs> Call 407 448 8800. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. 8800. Amy's breaking into the beer. You're listening to I'm not a loser. Deacon Live. Deacon Live, Deacon Live. Deacon Live. Deacon Live. Of course. Sticking Live now presents you Yvette Lopez with her latest song, Faded, a former Playboy playmate now doing what she loves. For more information, check her out at ProfitRadio.com. People keep asking what I'm doing. Find myself getting so damn lost up in your love. I feel faded, so deep in it. Trying to figure out what to say But I am stuck Live, we are broadcasting from the bell and t.com studios for cheap, fashionable clothing made here in the United States for faster production and shipping, the best quality. Check them out at bell t.com. That's B E L E N T T I.com. Now, my dad has this brand new car, it's a 2021 Ford, uh, what I say, Eco Sport, something like that, and as we're driving around, he goes, it's not bad for a three-cylinder. I'm like, what? Three-cylinder? <laughs> Who makes a three-cylinder anymore? And I'm looking at the specs, and it's a 1.0, 1.3-liter engine with the overhead cam. And, you know, I'm looking at all the stuff. Now, it's got all nice bells and whistles. It's got the, the sensors on the, on the mirrors. You can see in your blind spot, you know, there's a little flashing green, I'm sorry, orange light. I get confused with those colors it 's got total GPS navigation, a big screen, probably a nice uh nine inch screen on the uh, on the dash there kind of sticks up a little bit it's got bluetooth capability it's got hands free all this stuff all the stuff that the new cars have that the luxury cars had you know five six years ago now it's being somewhat uh, affordable for <laughs> The cheaper cars, and when I say cheaper cars, I think uh, my dad said it was like twenty six thousand for this car. He's going to finance it, which is fine. Uh, and he, you know, he ran it out. You know, eight eight years. You know, <laughs> they'll do a car loan for eight years, and I think his payment's like three hundred and forty bucks. So there you go. If you guys are out there looking to to downsize your vehicle or or get a new vehicle or whatever, now those out there that know we've ordered our truck. The truck we have a delivery date on our brand new Chevy Silverado two thousand five hundred with all the bells and whistles on it, like my dad's car. It's got all the cameras and all the, the technical stuff that, that's on it. That'll be delivered August 13th, so make sure you hang close to your pod catchers out there so you can hear exactly uh, what happens when that truck gets delivered to us. So, exciting day for my dad. It will be an exciting day for us as well when we get our new truck. Now, my dad, normally, when we drive up to Walmart, I'm driving the little it's a 1992 little red truck. Little two-door, five-speed you know, manual transmission. He gets upset because I like to park. Old truck, new truck, doesn't matter. I always like to park in the very, very back of the parking lot. Why? So no one dings your doors. You know, you you spend all this money on this vehicle. You like to try to keep it as nice as possible. And he always goes, can you park closer? I don't want to walk this far. I'm like, all right, Dad. You know, I'll drop you off. I'll drive the truck to the back of the parking lot, and then I'll come pick you up when we're all done. So now he's got this brand new car. He pulls up and he goes, oh, darn it. You know, I should have gotten my uh, handicap thing. He, he's got an application for it, but he didn't have a car. So he doesn't have the uh, – uh, didn't fill out the application part or didn't fill it out. Didn't turn it in yet, I guess. He's got insurance and everything on it, but he doesn't have the little the handicap sticker. He's like, all right. He goes – I'm like, Dad, there's a spot right there. He's like, No, it's too tight. I'm like, Too tight. What do you mean it's too tight? Well, it looks like those doors will will ding the side of my I said, Dad, you could take this car and park it in a parking spot sideways. <laughs> and you'd be okay. That's how small this little guy is. It's a cute car. Look it up. So then he goes, Well, we'll we'll park in the very back part of the parking lot. All right, Dad. He goes, I hope I make it. I got to walk all the way through the parking lot to get to the doors. So he parks up, right? You know how in the back of the parking lot, you pull forward so your front is ready to go out in the lane, in the turning lane or whatever, the, the main aisle way. And he pulls up next to a truck that's already sitting there. It's a Ford F-150, old, old Ford F-150, and it's running. I go, Dad, just don't get out of the car yet. He pulls up right next to the truck. I said, don't get out of the car yet. There's someone in that truck they might get out. You don't want to bang doors as you open up or as they open up and you're trying to open up. So it's a lady turns her car off. It's a lady like, like it makes any different. So the lady turns the truck off, shuts the door, and then she starts walking around to the front of the truck. And I said, Dad, don't get out yet. She's doing something. She's getting something out of the passenger seat. Huh? 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 Confused. You know, <laughs> all she's doing is opening the door and locking the door and closing it. I guess she doesn't have the automatic door locks on that truck. So then she walks away and my dad goes, Oh, I don't like the way she opened that door. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull forward into the next parking spot, which is across the aisleway into the next parking spot over there. And I go, really, Dad? He goes, I don't want anyone dinging this thing. And I said, okay, no problem. So we get out. He pulls up. We get out of the car, and we start walking up to the store, which is a good distance. And I turned around and look at the car, and my dad has parked the car so much that he's into the next parking spot in front of him. And I go, Dad, I said, your front tires are on the divider line there. He goes, you think I should move it? No, no, just leave it there. No one's going to park out here. Halfway to the store, he goes, I think I'm going to turn around and move it. All right, Dad, do Do what you got to (laughs) do. Now he's all, he's babying this car. Now he knows the feeling that I was going through, or the, the reason why I am as far as parking the car of where I do. So that's what he's doing. He's got a brand new car. He's excited. It's a new toy for him. He'll have fun with it. It gives him a little bit more independence. It'll also let him be able to if he wants to take a road trip to visit his uh, his brother which is about four hours away or his sister which is I think four and a half hours the opposite direction and the other way it allows him to do that so I'm sure he probably feels a little bit more relieved a little bit more less stress a uh, little bit less stress I should say. Now that he's got some kind of vehicle that gets him around. Now, some families are downsizing and this family right here has taken downsizing to a new extreme. So this family right here, a family of six lives in a tool shed, uses a bucket as a toilet and loves it, says the people that are being interviewed. It's a shitty life is the pun that they use to start this article. A mom of four, Jessica Taylor, wouldn't have it any other way. In June, 2020, after facing financial difficulties due to the pandemic, she and her husband laughed. L-A-T-H, I guess. I'm going with that. Decided to, quote unquote, shed the comforts of their three bedroom, two bath home in northwest Arkansas. The family of six moved into a 500 square foot tool shed. Now, my dad, uh, we were talking about building the tiny house on the backside of the property. It's not going to be 500 square feet. It'll probably be close to seven to 800 square feet. But this is a family of six living in 500 square feet. Friends thought it was very bizarre in a very bizarre way to downsize. One of the things that people find really weird is us living in a shed and using a, quote-unquote, composting bathroom rather than a traditional toilet. Taylor, 30, who now resides in a loft shed in uh, Western Tennessee, told The Post. All right, so here we go. It's a bucket system. This is how they go to the bathroom. It's a bucket system is what he says. The former bartender turned homeschooler explained her hut house which is the outhouse when you urinate or defecate you cover it up with wood chips every time and every two days whether the bucket is full or not we dump the waste into a composting bin in the woods great <laughs> it's gross where's the corn cob and then after a couple years a couple years they obviously they don't have any long-term goals as far as uh, getting out of this place the waste turns into soil for our ornamental plants Jimmy, can I come over for dinner? Eh, We don't have any room for you. Can I spend the night? They're they're having meatloaf too. What was that commercial? (laughs) Something like that. Stovetop stuffing. So this family right here uh, is staying in a 500 square foot shed. Now, some can complain and say, well, that that could be child abuse or, or borderline child abuse because they're not living in the comforts of home. So then you have to go, okay, as long as the house is clean, as long as everyone's kept, everyone's fed, everyone's got a place to stay and sleep. And I know there are rules about... Kids at a certain age sleeping in the same room. Child services don't like that. I guess when a when a boy is a certain age and a girl's a certain age, they can't share the same room. They have to have their own separate rooms. So this is 500 square feet. I mean, even if you take 200 square foot of that and say it's the kitchen living room area, you've only got 300 square feet. I mean, you're literally laying in, unco- I guess, cots? Is it an open floor plan? I don't know. They don't have a, a picture of the inside. Actually, they do. Do they? Let's see. If you want to see this video for every podcast we do, we have a matching video as well in real time as you can see it on my computer as I'm talking about it here on the air. So let's see what they say. So the Family Six, it's a 500 square foot shed. When they when you say shed, it's not a tool shed. I mean, it looks like it's, you know, 10 feet tall. There's a loft in there somewhere. Excuse me. This is after. This is before. Big old loft. After. See, that's not too bad. That looks good. Big open area. It looks like they're actually... Utilizing uh, a lot of the couches and stuff for the kids to to sleep in uh so that no one really has a their own bedroom, but you know after a couple of years i mean these kids look like i mean in this picture what seven eight six five four. You know, but in in five years' time, you know, little Tommy over here, he's going to hit puberty. He's going to start feeling strange things. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of spider bites around his uh, uh, leg areas, if you know what I mean. Wink, wink. <laughs> so they're doing that. So good for them. All right, guys, when we come back, we'll dive into uh, something that I said. And I called it. I called it. I called it on a couple last week's or a couple weeks ago's podcast. And I'll dive into that here when we come back. Stick around. You'll listen to Deacon Live right here on proper radio. I'll be right back. I got your picture. I got your picture. Like a million, all by myself. I wanna touch you, take your picture, so I can look at you from inside as well. You got me turning up, I'm turning down, I'm turning in, I'm turning round, I'm turning Japanese, I think I'm turning I really think so. So I think I'm turning Japanese, I really think so. Follow us on Facebook. You always talk. Keyword. You talk and you talk and you say... Profit. Profit. Let me tell you something. Radio. Radio. I just want to say this. Profit. So shut up. Radio. Radio. Welcome to Bellanty. Bellanty.com. Be your own label. Wear your best moments. Shop now. High quality clothing at competitive prices. From dresses, hoodies, t-shirts, and so much more. Feel pretty. Feel shiny. Shop all the trending fashions. That's Bellanty.com, created with one ambition, customer satisfaction. Bellanty.com, B-E-L-E-N-T-T-I, Bellanty.com. You're listening to This is Between Me and that Deacon Live. Deacon Live. Deacon Live. And that filthy, cheap slut. Deacon Live now presents you from Bentley Records. This is Taurus with their latest song, New Lover. For more information, check them out over at ProfitRadio.com. Welcome back to Deacon Live. We are broadcasting from the Vellantee.com studios for more information on cheap clothing made right here in the United States. Delivered to you quickly with a 100% customer satisfaction. Check out Vellantee.com for more information there. Now, my wife and I, uh, I try to make, like everyone does, they, tr- they try to make meal plans and try to stretch your food budget. Um, I could eat spaghetti all day long. I have pasta noodles, fettuccine noodles. I don't like the curly noodles. I like pasta. I like long, stringy pasta. A gentleman, or a friend of mine, gave me a, uh, a thing of, I think they're veggie pastas I bought or he gave me at one time. And I was like, oh, well, these are kind of weird. They were good. Don't get me wrong. You just have to get over the, the mindset of green eggs and ham. I mean, the noodles are literally green, uh, like zucchini, zucchini noodles. Am I saying that right? I don't know. Yes, noodles. I'm saying that right. Uh, and I would make a, a pasta. Now, my mom would always make my uncle who lived with us at the time make homemade, homemade red sauce. He'd make, you know, open up each cans of tomatoes and he'd, you know, chop up the garlic and chop up the onions and it would sit on the stove all day long. And that was our, and it was, it was good. It was Uncle Jim's, uh, red sauce, but now red sauce in a jar or a can have come a long, long way. I, you ready for this? <laughs> I'm going to turn a whole lot of heads here. I like the hunts in a can. For whatever reason, I, I don't know. There's just something different about it that I really, really like. So, you know, I'll ground up some brown up some ground beef and, you know, add a, uh, like my father-in-law used to say, guinea it up. You know, throw a little bit of garlic in there. Throw a little bit of salt, a little bit of sugar to take the bitterness out of the tomato, out of the red paste, out of the marinara, the gravy, as the Italians say. And then uh, you just kind of, you know, mix and match and, and try to do all that stuff. So I'm at the store the other day, and I'm like going, well, if I make spaghetti sauce, I don't know if my wife's going to have some or not. So I always go for a little bit more of an upgrade from the hunts. Now, the hunts in the big jar or the big can is like 99 cents. Great. Perfect. Love it. It's cheap. Love it. <laughs> Pasta. I can have uh, a week-long meal for under 5 bucks, you know. But my wife, if she wants to eat it, I got to kind of get the good stuff. So I'll go with Prego if it's on sale, and there's all these other ones out there, these low I think there's Raos, R A O apostrophe S. It's supposed to be the keto friendly and the fucking thing's like eight dollars a jar. Eight dollars a freaking jar for red sauce? Give me a break. So I don't know whatever happened. I don't know what made me do this, but I looked at Prego. I'm sitting at Food Line, I'm looking at the, the label. All right, these are both, what are they, 20 ounces, something like that? And I'm looking at the nutritions on the hunts, and I'm looking at the nutrition facts on the Prego. And I said, Well, let's see, you know, sodium and sugars and all that stuff. And I'm goddamn. If I was not surprised, now, if you don't believe me, I'm going to switch over to this camera right here. And you can see these are the actual labels from the Prego and the the Hunts. So if you look at the Prego right here, about five servings per container in each serving size is about a half a cup. All right. So this is Prego spaghetti sauce, just regular spaghetti sauce. Calories, 70. 70 calories per half a cup. All right. Well, that's kind of cool. Sugar fats, uh, all that stuff. I was looking at the calorie content mostly. And then I go over to Hunts. Here's Hunts. Serving size. Still five servings per container. Serving size, half a cup. Calories, 25. 25 calories, almost a third of what the prego is and basically a third of the price so i bought the hunts and my wife's like the, the hunts and i'm like going look you don't want it <laughs> you don't want to eat it that's fine this is my meal but i was really surprised that the cheaper stuff which is 99 cents a can was only 25 cal what did i say 25 calories per serving as the the prego one where you spend like three dollars sometimes you get two for five dollars or whatever the, they have on special was well, uh 70 calories shit i'm going back to the the hunts and then you're going well there's sugars and stuff but still 25 calories sign me up now this is something i said a while back is uh about my beer choices i as you guys know for many years i've i've always been a miller fan a miller light fan um i, I like miller light my dad's always drinking miller light he even drinks it today while he's here while he's living here he'll buy like a case of beer and that'll last him i think this is week number three a case of beer that he has and as you guys know, today is Friday. I you know, normally do the podcast on Wednesday, but I had to push it back a little bit. I'll, I'll get into the details on that here in a minute. Here it's Friday. I am working on my third case for the week. <laughs> Slow down, Deacon. What are you doing? Miller Lite for a case of beer has gone up to almost $24 in some areas for a case of beer. And I looked at Bush Light and I started going. I started doing the comparison, kind of like what I was doing with the Prey and the Hunts, uh, Red Sauce. And I sit there and I go abv for miller light is i think 4.2 abv for bush light i think it's the same 4.2 or 4.17 so it's about the same how many calories are in miller Lite? 96 how many calories are in bush light i think 98 um and then there's a couple other things in there what's a case of bush light costs 16 dollars. 16 dollars. that's almost eight dollars in some areas less than miller light so i said Thank you, Bush Light. I'm going to switch over to that. And everyone thought I was crazy. No, I'm not drinking Bush Light. My dad gave me the big story. We were out on the one side of the property. We were cutting trees down. Well, I was cutting the trees down. He was just picking up the branches with his little old man pick-em-up stick. And uh, he gave me the whole story about Bush Light or Bush not selling beer and then turn around selling beer and it wasn't aged. Now, this is back in the... 70s or 60s or something like that. I don't know. It's a big, long story. But one of the hottest beers in the country right now is an old St. Louis staple. From mid-May to mid-June, Bush Light sales jumped 4% over the last year, putting it amongst the industry's top three fastest-growing franchises. It's kicking butt, is what they're saying. All the signs... Of the time, beer drinkers are worried about rising prices and starting to pick a cheaper value, quote unquote, value beer over the pricey premium brands. Bush Light is obviously a choice for savings, the country's best-selling value beer. Anheuser Busch has worked hard to keep it that way. It's not enough that it offsets the A and B struggles with larger legacy brands such as Budweiser or Bud Light, which continues to be the market share. But Bush Light's winning the streak, nevertheless, welcomed the executives' work to sell more beer and grow revenues after this lackluster decade. Bush Light, when it first introduced in the spring of 1989, when the six-pack went for $3.49. It was derived from Bush Beer, intended to bolster the A and B lineup of light beers. It was expected to generate a quarter of the sales just by its namesake. Instead, it outsold it. As it continued to defy the expectation of in recent years at a time when light beer heavyweights like Bud Light, Miller Light and Coors Light have seen its sales plummet, Bush Light has managed to grow its market share in each of the past three years and is well on its way to a fourth despite the decline of beer sales. So what they're saying is uh, Bush Light, which can retail for 20% less than the Bud Light, like I was saying, you know, freaking $8 a thing. The inflation is at its highest level in 40 years, eating away at the customers buying power. Bushlight generates a significant portion of its sales at a place where people are really getting a pinch right now, which is at the gas station. Way to go. <laughs> you. You know what I'm talking about. Bud Light and Miller Light drinkers are more likely to choose Bushlight when they're paying $6 a gallon to fill up their tanks. So there you go. The gas and beer go in hand, and Bushlight is making a huge comeback. And when I say a huge comeback, I have seen more TikTok videos, and I, and I want to use the TikTok... Platform for what it is, it's kind of like the litmus test as far as what's going on out in the world. I've seen a lot of people out there not knowing that they were doing it would do a TikTok video, and I all I would see is bush light cans in the background. Bush light cans, whether they weren't promoting it, they were just doing their little TikToks, and I would see the bush light cans in the background. and Then you start seeing Bushlight has pushed out a Fisher's package where you know this case is made for the fishermen. Then they had a, a John Deere one when the whole thing was green, this one's made for the farmers out there, so they're doing. Doing it right and as long as they keep the price as well, I think you'll have a lot more and gain a lot more loyal fans. Alright guys, when we come back. How hot is it out there? Well I'll tell you how hot it is out there because it affected me and you almost lost me. Stick around, you'll listen to Deacon Live right here on Prophet Radio. I'll be right back. Profit radio. Profit radio. Now what? Oh. The ladies really dig these things. Hi. You know what I mean. Hi. And I think you do. Primer. Starting at one, rock music. The best rock, rock music. music. Primer. Getting you ready Monday through Friday to wrap up your day. Hey guys, it's the Deacon. And you've heard me talk about Bellanty.com for cheap, fashionable clothing. But what does that mean? That means they got you covered with everything that you need for this summer, the winter, and autumn. Just to stay fresh, whether it be style, whether it be clothing, whether it be anything that you need. And don't forget, for every purchase you make at BellT.com, they make a donation twice a year to the Ocean Cleanup Foundation. For more information, check them out at Bellanty.com. B E L E N T T I dot com. Be your own label. Oh my god, the valley guy fought in my car. You're listening to? Oh, I know. I hate that. Deacon, Live. Deacon Live. Deacon Live, Deacon Live. My money don't jiggle, jiggle. It falls. I like to see you wiggle, wiggle, for sure. Makes me want to dribble dribble, you know, riding in my fear. You really have to see it. Six feet two in a compact. No slack. but luckily the seats go back. I got a knack to relax in my mind. sipping some red, red wine. Welcome back to Dika Live. We D-A-L-I. are D-A-L-I. broadcasting Bush. from the Bell MT.com studio. Cheap, fashionable clothing at a great discounted price. Go to uh They are made here in the United States for cheaper production and cheaper, quicker shipping to you as well. Check them out as well. Now, don't forget, make sure you follow us on all your social networks. And the way you do that is go over to Profit Radio, P-R-O-P-H-E-T Radio. Click on social contacts. And don't forget, for every podcast we do, we have a matching video. You can see me waving the camera, and we'd love to hear from you. And you can be part of the show. And the way you do that is while well, you're over at Profit Radio, there's a little blue bar at the very bottom of the page. It says Be Heard. Make sure you click on that. opens up a microphone on whatever device you're listening to us at. And you can speak right into it, loud and clear. You can make up a name. I don't care. I don't... <laughs> if you want to be anonymous, that's fine as well. And we'll play it on the very next podcast as well and you join us and be here right on the show with us as well hey i'm on the air that's me honey you hear me out there (laughs) yes i do back in your shed clean the toilet over there now we have horses here, and my wife does ride—not professionally, but she does enter uh, like competitions and, and does clinics and everything that horse riders do. And my wife rides dressage, which is the fancy gait movement of horses. She rides English. Uh, for those of you out there who don't know what any of this means, half of it I don't know. Um, but if you'd like to learn more, by the way, I do a, another podcast called Equine Dynamics with Mike Stein. He's a world-renowned farrier. If you want to learn more about the equine community and what it takes to own a horse and how to take care of horses, go over there on iHeartRadio as well and search for Equine Dynamics with Mike Stein. I host a show, and I'm kind of like the uh, Adam Corolla to the Dr. Drew of that show as well. So it's a fun show. It's an interesting show. It's only a half hour long. Check that out as well. Now, we have horses here, like I said, my wife rides. So we have a nice uh, uncovered, it's an open arena out there, and it's in broad. Broad daylight, broad sun all day long. Now, when the sun comes up, the way the arena is set up on the back side of the property, it's shaded from sun up to about 930 in the morning. Then it's wide open sun all day long until about four o'clock in the afternoon when the sun comes up over the trees and the trees cast a shadow on the other side. Now, we have a rail that goes around. Uh, essentially, it's just, you know, the round post, the round wooden post, a six foot long. Uh, they're stuck in the ground every 10 feet. And then there's two rails that go horizontal to connect the vertical rails. And for the longest time, they've been toenailed in with, uh, you know, three-inch long deck screws. I know, I'm getting really really intricate here. But we had that area cleared out and there was a family of deer. Now the family of deer had just moved over probably about a quarter of a mile. They found a little area, but that used to be their place because we do have a creek. Creek, stream, we have running water that that flows behind our property. So they still continually use the arena as if it wasn't there as a a path or trackway to get to their water source, which is fine. No problem. We don't mind. You can see the little deer print out there and in the springtime you can see the smaller deer print which is really really cute but the unfortunate thing is they don't know how to go through the arena without knocking down the rails i mean you're talking about you know three four hundred pound deer trying to duck in between rails and stuff they knock them down so i'm constantly out there putting them up putting them up putting them up. i said you know what i'm gonna go out there i'm gonna, I'm gonna make a metal bracket or buy a metal bracket from uh, home depot which is basically an l bracket it's got two screws on the top and two screws on the side and i'm gonna mount these things out there to the uh the vertical posts so i'm out there I'm sitting on the ground. Well, actually, I'm sitting on my beer cooler with my bush light in it. And I, you know, put the bracket here, put the bracket here, spin around, move four feet, five feet, turn around, put the bracket here, put the bracket here, going all the way around. I started at about 10 o'clock, 1030, of course, right dead in the sun. And the arena is 80 feet by 120 feet. So I started about 10 o'clock around four o'clock. I am done. I am. I'm getting up and down. I'm getting up and down. I felt weak. You know, you get those cold chills. They're multiplying that type deal. And I said, I gotta, I gotta stop. I gotta stop. So I loaded up everything in the in the side by side and went up to the house and you know started drinking like fluids and <sighs> not the bush light, but I did have a a little container down there with just like Gatorade and stuff. And it just kind of it's a three to one ratio. Let's put it that way. <laughs> So I get up to the house and I'm like, ooh, man, I am, I'm dizzy. I'm lightheaded. I need to, I need to sit down, take a nice cold shower. And I was done. I was in bed fed with my spaghetti sauce, my 25 calories per serving spaghetti sauce in bed by quarter to eight shower and everything in bed. And I'm like, babe, I, I, I'm done. I can't, I can't, I was, and that was on Tuesday. So unfortunately, Wednesday, the show didn't happen. Um, I could not get out of bed. I was just my body was weak. My body was sore. You ever seen those marathon runners when they come across like the finish line and their legs are wobbling and weebling and they can barely make it and the, and the other guy's trying to hold them up and they get across the line and they just drop them. <laughs> as soon as they get across the line, they just drop you. Fr- you did it. Poof, get up. You're done. <laughs> you just want to. That's the way I felt. So I was in bed for a couple days. There's a little bit more to the story. There's uh, back issues and stuff and I'll get into that here in a little bit, but that's what happened. So that's how hot it was when you say how hot is it out there i'll tell you it was hot now everyone all over the world is feeling it as well it's so hot out there that the roads are buckling they're putting foil on bridges and roofs are melting around the world this deadly heat wave of the last week has sparked strange infrastructure events around the world as millions endure the searing temperatures that are still on the rise. I don't know if you guys have seen that TikTok video. I think it might have been a little stage where the UPS guy's walking up to the house and it's on a ring camera and he gets to the door and he drops the, the package down and then he falls on the floor. And I'm like, all right, all right, guy, we got it. We got it. You should have called your supervisor to say, come get me. I'm going to be dead. Heat-related events also speak to the aging infrastructure of worldwide Items such as or worldwide structures such as roads, bridges, railroads, and buildings. They are not prepared for this sweltering heat condition as of late. So how hot is it out there? Well, I'll tell you. It's so hot out there that the runway at the London airport melted. An easy jet plane lands during a sunset at the Luton airport after a small section of the runway lifted off during the high temperatures on July 18, 2022. The United Kingdom saw its hottest day on record this past Tuesday with temperatures reaching about 100 four degrees Fahrenheit. So the landing strip is falling apart. If it's not falling apart, it's sticking to the wheels as they're rolling down the, the tarmac. It's been so hot on the runway in London's Luton Airport that the capital's outskirts have been closed closed off because it melted in the heat. Flights are temporarily suspended to allow for essential runway repair after high surface temperatures cause a small section to lift and buckle. The heat causes materials to expand and crack. As you guys know, that's what heat does as the temperatures rise. So the concrete and asphalt found on the runways and roads are no exception at all. That's over in London. Now, over in China, a museum's roof has melted off. The heatway has engulfed half of China, affecting more than 900 million people, or about 64% of our population. All but two northeastern provinces in China have issues of high-temperature warnings. All right, 84 cities issuing highest levels of red alert last week. In the city of Chongquai, or Chongqing, which has been under a red alert, the heat led to the roof of the Forbidden City cultural. Relic museum to melt the heat dissolved the underlying tar causing traditional chinese tiles to pop off jesus christ now over in england back over there it's so hot they're wrapping the london bridge in foil the Hammersmith Bridge in London, built in 1887, was closed to all users on August 2020 due to the cracks and the pedestals after a heat wave. The Hammersmith Building in London can now be seen with silver foil around it because of the country's heat wave. You might wonder why foil wouldn't that attract uh, more heat. It Actually, it's part of the cooling system designed to reflect sunlight and keep it off the bridge so its materials don't expand and crack. Engineers are work around the clock to keep the 135-year-old Hammersmith Bridge opening during the extreme hot spells. You know, it's short of just spraying, you know, cold water on it and just have some kind of irrigation just kind of rinsing it down. I mean, it's over water, right? Can't you just pump it straight up? The council has hired a world-class engineers to cover the bridge with $503,000 in cooling temperature systems to keep the bridge safe temperature and alleviate any stress on the pedestal. So they're kind of like running air instead of the water and stuff. The bridge actually it had to close in August of 2020 when the heat wave that caused micro-fractures in its iron cast iron pedestals. So there you go. Uh, we're not the only ones feeling it. They're feeling it all over the United States or all over the world. Uh, over in China, the, the roots are melting off. No one can land a plane, and bridges are taking a dump as well. All right, guys, stick around. We'll come back. I'll get into a little bit more of what happened to me uh, this past uh, week, what laid me up in bed as well, and uh, then we'll let you get back to what you got to do. Stick around. You're listening to Deacon Live right here on Proper Radio. I'll be right back. My way? Way. My my way? Way? You're listening to Deacon Live. Deacon Live. Deacon Live. Deacon Live. Deacon Live.
1: Don't like Nothing. internet
0: radio. I do not like internet radio. Profit radio. Profit Radio. Profit radio. Hopefully, you can hear me because I'm like on some weird school road in the middle of BSE. Uh, I'm very sorry, we're having these double troubles. Please stand by. 407 I'm avoiding getting started because it's hard to be funny now you know, you know why because it's hard to be funny when everything's going so great you're listening to Deacon Live Deacon Live Deacon Live I got my head out this sunroof I'm blasting my favorite tunes I only got one thing on my mind You got me stuck on the thought of you You're making me feel brand new You're Welcome more to- sunny shine in my eyes uh, Headphones that's another good me I'm going to put up. Welcome back to Deacon Live. Uh, we are broadcasting from the Bellantee.com studios. Uh, make sure you check them out as well. If you want some fashionable clothing at a reasonable price, shipped to you directly, all made here in the United States. Check them out at Bellantee.com. Now... TikTok and all these uh, quick pace videos have been popping up, and believe it or not, I get more current news from my TikTok feed than I do anywhere else, which is sad and scary because uh, when that one plane that Kind of crash landed in Miami, and I'm I'm scrolling through my TikTok. Someone automatically was jumping out of the plane, you know, landing on the those uh, those air slides that they pull out, and said, "Hey, I just got off the plane, and I didn't hear anything about it, didn't know anything about it." And within probably two or three hours, boom, I see you know airplane crash lands or the the landing gear folded up under a plane, causing the people had to evacuate on the tarmac. It's twice I use that word during the show, but I would I would see all these weird crazy videos with. No explanation, and then all of a sudden, within a couple hours, I'll put two and two together, news report, the video I just saw, and I was like, holy that that's crazy. Now, something that was caught on camera is this crazy woman right here, a woman's eerie behavior in a viral movie theater video has people shook. A recent video of a woman's strange behavior at a popcorn butter station in a movie theater has sparked debate. Is she an alien? Mm, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe in a couple days I'll find out. Engaging in some kind of bizarre unknown beauty routine or is it something more along an elaborate prank? Now, don't forget for every podcast we do, we have a matching video as well and you can see me waving the camera. I'm gonna switch the camera four so you guys can see this and this is someone, this is the worst part, someone watching a TikTok video on their phone and recording the TikTok video on their phone and posting it. So it's a video of a video. It's just, it's stupid. But here we go. Nonetheless, this is what we have. In the video, a woman approaches the add-your-own-butter station at the snack bar of the movie theater. But instead of putting the melted butter on her popcorn, she pours the gooey substance directly into her hand and then proceeds to carefully spread the butter all over her face. Like she's putting on like night cream or something like that. So here she goes. If you want to see this, um, make sure you go over to ProfitRadio.com. You can see this video. I don't think there's any music or anything to it. So here she goes. It's a white woman, of course. It's a white woman, white girl, white gal, uh, in like a normal, like Sunday dress, uh, sundress, I guess. I don't know. I don't know what this dress is, but here she goes. She puts her hand underneath the butter, rubs her hands together like she's doing soap, and then, like, does underneath her cheeks. Does her nose over her forehead a little bit. And there's two black girls standing the opposite side of the station, like out of the corner of their eye going, I know this white girl ain't putting butter on her face. (laughs) I don't know what they sound like, but that's what they're doing. She puts it on her face. She grabs her drink. She didn't even have popcorn. Is there something out there that I'm missing? Is there something out there where butter is a new thing on your face where you put like hot melted butter? Easy. (laughs) Without getting some kind of sexual fetish or something. If you know something that I don't know, I'd like to hear from you. Go over to Profit Radio and click on the b Heard section. I'd like to hear your, your comments or what you think it's, it's that she's doing. Now, this right here, there's a breakthrough chemical that may heal wounds twice as fast. Medical advancements that help close wounds faster have been popping up for years now. And Israeli, I'm sorry, Israeli scientists have discovered a natural chemical that makes wounds heal faster. The scientists tested the chemicals out on pigs first, of course, because that's what we do, tattoo on pigs. We make sure that the chemicals heal pigs. That causes their wounds to heal twice as fast. Uh, they hope they can create this substance with similar properties that works on humans. The chemical in question is, oh God, here we go. Diedolymethane. D I I N O. Let me try that again. You ready? D I I N D O L Y L M E T H A E N. Or A N E. Sorry. Or, in its simpler form, they just call it DIM. So there you go. It's a chemical that our body makes naturally and can be found in multiple vegetables like broccoli or cauliflower. This chemical could make uh, wounds heal faster. Previously, scientists believed that DMI could help destroy cancer cells and even help reduce swelling. When studying the impact that it has on bacteria, researchers found that it harms their ability to function, allowing wounds to heal faster. To test just how effective it was though. Researchers treated several pigs with wounds by using both antibiotics and DIM. They found out the wounds that were treated with the antibiotics took about 10 days to fully close on average. DIM treated wounds only took about 5 days though. The researchers published their findings in the chemical journals of the pharmaceutical whatever. Um, they are currently working on development, developing the chemical into an ointment for animals. Additionally, they are trying to determine if the chemicals that heal the wounds faster can also be used in, as a food additive for animals so there you go their dim is coming out now i say this to tell you this or read this article to tell you this um part of the thing that you guys know i've been dealing with back pains and back issues and stuff and i wish i would have had something you know uh some kind of stuff they they can stick in my back and and fix it when i was doing the whole railing thing you know doing the rails and stuff i've crushed i have a herniated what do they call it? a degenerative you're degenerate. I got a degenerated disc in the back just from being old and, and I don't know. Hereditary, just part of being old, I guess. Part of the process of me getting heat stroke out there, doing the fence, and also standing up and standing down and, and sliding and pushing and pulling and, and moving the stuff. Yeah, I my i I couldn't move. I couldn't move. I was dehydrated. I'm falling apart, man. I'm falling apart. I wish I had this stuff. My wife makes fun of me all the time when I go grocery shopping and, and I see that big jug of aloe. It's an aloe juice or something, you know, from the yucca leaves or something like that. I'm like I know that that's supposed to be good for you, so I want to drink it. So it goes through my body and kind of heals my body at the same time. I know it's snake oil, but, I mean, for the most part, if it's in your mind, if you believe it, it'll happen, right? I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there. All right, guys, I want to talk about one more thing before you go swimming, and then I'll let you get back to enjoying the rest of your day. Stick around. You're listening to Deacon Live right here on Profit Radio. I'll be right back. me, over. Why don't you get us a couple more beers, Manuel? Instead of sitting here talking shit like a bitch. I took you from your country. Did he want to be taken and from can his country? Come you... I took you from Excuse me? Did he want to be taken from his country? I don't know. I don't think so. All right. Well, that's good. Way to go. Way to keep him prisoner here locked up in our... He's not a prisoner. He's watching Netflix. No, he's watching Nutfuck's. Big Pricks. Call 407- <laughs> Big Pricks. Four four eight eight is awesome. I think I have to take a break right now because of my hormones. Okay. <laughs> We're going to see. Hey, Matt. Yeah, champ. Hey. Have you talked to Mark lately? Uh, I haven't really talked to him, but he looks pretty, uh, down. Skipping to <laughs> the front <laughs> of the line. Yeah. You're listening to... Deacon Mark. Deacon Mark. Well... Maybe we should cheer him up then. What do you uh, suppose we should do? Well, does he like butter tarts? I was lying on the grass a Sunday morning Yeah. Your- Broadcasting from the bell and t.com studios. If you want cheap, affordable clothing, quick and fast with customer service, 100% guaranteed, go to bell and as everything is made right here in the United States just for your convenience. Now, with all the hot weather that we have going on out there, it's nothing to jump in a pool and go swimming for a while. Please, everyone. I know we don't need to see any drownings or anything like that. Uh, and this is the time of year that where we see those in the news. So please pay attention to your kids, pay attention to anyone around you. Uh, make sure that they're weighing the appropriate color swim trunks. Um, Make sure they're not dark blue, dark black, or anything like that, because you can kind of get lost. Uh, There was a big article I was going to read on a couple podcasts ago, actually wearing a a brightly colored bathing suit so you can see your child in the water and out of the water at the same time. You don't get lost in the ripples. So make sure you uh, pay attention to your kids. (laughs) So make sure everyone plays it safe out there. Now, sometimes you just can't get away from death. I know. (laughs) What a segue, right? This... Neighborhood watering hole. When I say a watering hole, it's a pool. It's a community pool. Unfortunately, something unthinkable happened. A man dies after being sucked into a sinkhole when the water drains from the pool in just seconds. A man has died in front of his friends after the pool he was in drained within seconds when a sinkhole opened up underneath the pool itself. The victim, who has not been named, was dragged down underwater and fell into a chasm underneath in a Kamari Yosef, Israel, yesterday. So this didn't happen locally. This is over in Israel. Another man, 34, narrowly escaped and needed treatment from paramedics at the scene for his injuries in his lower body. The footage from the scene shows swimmers who were attending a private work party clinging to the side of the pool as the sinkhole swallowed up everything, including inflatables. The woman who saw the hole start to appear tried to get her friends to leave the pool, but it was too late. She told the Nyet News site seconds later the ground just dropped i watched two people just disappear they're not going to show the video but here's a a a small picture of it right here you can see this um you can see oops so you can see here's a a still Photo of it. The guy is basically standing, and it's not like you would think a concrete pool like here in the United States. It's kind of like a. It's got it's huge. I mean, it's Olympic size pool, but it's got like a vinyl lining in there, and you can see all the floaties and stuff right here in the center. As uh people, the moment the pool sinkhole opened up, you can see this right here. Look, all the pool floaties right there. And within seconds, a man that died had been sucked into the ground during a private pool party. You can see the hole just opened up. So I don't know if there was a leak underneath the pool, and it kind of just washed out underneath it, but I mean, that's what a sinkhole is. A search team spent four hours looking for the man's body and used GoPro cameras on their helmets to help them. Researchers had to be cautious and build support structures to prevent the second collapse. Paramedics told the Jerusalem Post, when I got into the pool and I saw the pit that had opened at the bottom of the pool, I freaked out. People who were in the site told me that the pit just opened up suddenly and within seconds, the water the water of the pool was pulled in. Police have opened up an investigation into the death. The helicopter was used to research for other possible sinkholes in the area. For more information, you go blah, blah, blah. But, I mean, and I hate to say, you know, when it's your time, it's your time. But, Jesus, you know, you're sitting in a, a swimming pool, and all of a sudden the bottom just opens up and sucks everyone in. Jesus, be careful out there. Be aware of your surroundings. Take your vitamins and brush your teeth before you go to bed at night. All right, guys, I hate to leave you on a sad note like that, but it's been a rough week for me, and uh, that's about... That's about all you're going to get out of me this week. I'm sorry. I'm still sitting here in pain. As you can see, my Jason Howell haircut... I'm not doing too well, but I hope you guys are doing well. Uh, we thank each and every one of you for listening to us, downloading us, uh, being a part of our show. And if you'd like to be the part of our show, get yourself some free stuff. Go over to Profit Radio, P R O P H E T radio. Get yourself some free stuff over there. I got a bunch of pens and magnets and stuff. Just put out on the phone there and we'll send them out oh, to you. No. To just say thank you for listening to us. All right, guys, I'm going to let you get back to what you got to do. My name is Deacon Say goodnight. Say goodnight. Wait, wait, wait. Come back. The end. The, the absolute end. Écoute-moi.